from days of long ago. From uncharted regions of the universe comes a legend. Star Joe's Podcast, episode 273.5, Command Files. I'm your host, Ryan, and welcome back, everyone. Yes, it's been a while since uh, we've recorded a Star Joe's episode. Um, And before we get into the meat of this episode, I wanted to let everyone know as to why it's been a while. Um, I know last time it had been a while just just due to life and everything else. Um, And... uh, this time, unfortunately, it was due to my mother-in-law passing away. Um, so I don't want to dwell a lot on it. It's obviously a very emotional time for us and everything else, uh, a lot that we're dealing with even after everything. But um, I did, I did want to give some type of explanation as to why we haven't done an episode in a while. Um, so it, it, I will tell you it was sudden. We did not expect this to happen. Uh, she had not been sick for a while or anything like that. Um, it came on pretty sudden. Uh, and it was a few days after Christmas and it was about three weeks of a nightmare in, uh, in the hospital, just not knowing what was going to happen, seeing if she was going to recover. Unfortunately, she did not. Um, and we lost her in the middle of January. Um, as you can imagine, uh, a lot happened after that and, uh, just a lot of family things and, and everything. And it was very difficult to even just get back to doing normal things again, let alone getting back to doing podcasting again. Uh, I will tell you, I still have all the intentions of the world of finishing the Star Joe's show with episode 300 that hasn't changed. It's not like this event has caused me to, um, it's caused me to reevaluate some things in my life, but, uh, for the better, uh, but not like, Oh, I'm not going to do the podcast anymore or anything like that. Uh, so 
my initial intention was to do a couple episodes every month until we reached episode 300. Obviously, life had different plans for me. Uh, I, I live by two mottos in my life. Uh, hope for the best, prepare for the worst, uh, and man plans and God laughs. So this is definitely the latter of those two phrases, which is I had plans to just record a couple episodes every month and just enjoy that. And, uh, that wasn't in the cards, uh, right then. So like I mentioned, it was very difficult for me to get back to recording and just kind of get back into that type of stuff again. Um, but I, I knew I needed to. And this episode, uh, kind of helped push me in that direction. Uh, I've had these guys on before, at least I've had Roger on before, uh, to talk about after action report. And this time, uh, him and, uh, and he's bringing a guest who I'm going to introduce in a moment, uh, to actually, uh, come on and talk about their new Kickstarter, which is a character guide. Uh, for G.I. Joe, which is something we've sorely been needing for a while. So, uh, Roger reached out and was like, Hey, would you like to do, you know, cover this with us again? And, uh, absolutely love, always love having them on. And I know you guys love these Kickstarters and you guys know that I only bring people on that are stuff that I support myself and believe in myself. So, um, unfortunately we did have some technical issues that happened when we were recording this. And I lost the beginning of the episode. So I'm actually recording this right now in my kitchen. And if you notice, so just in case you notice a sound change from now into the introduction, that's why. Um, but just to let you know what I have planned coming up. Uh, I have Fan Expo coming up uh, at the end, uh, actually just in a few days of when you'll be hearing this. I will be in uh, Fan Expo Cleveland uh, March 24th, 25th, and 26th. I believe those, yeah, those are the dates. Um, and so it's that weekend in March. Uh, Joel, my artist, will be there with me for two of the dates, uh, Saturday, that Saturday and Sunday. Uh, how that relates to podcasting and why I'm bringing it up right now is because uh, I will be kind of quarantining myself from my wife during that time period because of her having some uh, health concerns that she needs to always be mindful of. So I don't want to bring germs home and get her sick or anything like that. So I'm going to come home, kind of quarantine myself in my guest room, which is where I do podcast recording. So my plan is that one of those nights, and if not one of the nights of that weekend, I am taking off the Monday afterwards to kind of rest and recover and everything else because Anyone that's done a convention for a whole weekend knows that it can be very draining, uh, whether you're a guest or whether you are tabling the event. Uh, either way, it can be very draining. So I always take the Monday off afterwards just to kind of recuperate. Um, either one of the nights of the show or that Monday of resting, I plan on recording another episode and getting it out hopefully before the end of the month. Uh, and then after that, there will probably be another episode that comes out because there was an episode I recorded at the sometime in August and just never released it. It was just a previews episode. Um, but since it's recorded and it's just sitting there, I might as well release it. 
Uh, so I'll probably do an intro for that one. And then just the plan is to get back to doing two episodes a month and uh, have shows that definitely want to do with like Eric and John and, and Robert and things like that. So, um, so yeah, so stay tuned for all of that. Uh, but that's not what you came here for. You came here to hear us do a full episode and talk some Joe talk and everything else. So uh, let's go ahead and get right into that. So joining me for this episode is uh, no stranger to the show, but uh, Roger Taft. Roger, welcome back to the show. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having us. And uh, joining him and one of the main drivers behind this new book uh, is uh, Greg Augustine. Thank you for joining us, Greg. Hey, pleasure being here. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Uh, so I know you guys have done the, the after action report, love the comics and everything else. I was very excited about uh, doing the uh, getting that book and getting it in my hands. And, and hopefully people have gotten volume one and volume two. And I know they can still get volume one and two uh, through you guys. We'll go into how they can do that at the end of the episode. But you guys have a new Kickstarter, which is called Command Files. And this is all a character guide. And the last time I knew of a character guide that occurred, it was the uh, G.I. Joe versus Cobra by Pablo Hidalgo, uh, which was in 2009. So it's been 14 years since we've had a character guide for G.I. Joe. So I am like chomping at the bit because I'm very much into character guides. I love like being able to flip through and find a character, uh, look up a character and just read all about them. So um, what, what was significant about that book, too, as I remember, was they had um, kind of preview pages of yes. the then new IDW G.I. Joe line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got like some of the pages from G.I. Joe Zero in it. So that was really, really, really cool. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, it was a great kickoff. Now you guys are coming out with uh, working on a new character guide. And I was privileged to see some of the early pages and everything else. But tell us what inspired you to to do this character guide what got you into it and and yes by the way now we are recording so i made sure (laughs) awesome Um, well for me i've always been kind of thirsting for knowledge for when i started collecting comic books so every i started with collecting marvel and dc and when they marvel first published their official handbook to the marvel universe and then later dc who's who i I gobbled that all up i just wanted a thirst for knowledge and understanding stats and secret origins and all that stuff um and then lo and behold um even though i jumped on the gi joe uh comic collecting late around like number 49 i think um they did eventually publish um an order of battle which was really cool back then because you had individual foster each character a new artwork by herb trimp um and then uh what was unique about those and what was cool that i I always wanted to have with me is is the um content was basically written from or taken from the the toy pack the back of the the file cards from toy packaging um so that was really cool to see because being a being a kid and not having um uh, access to all the toys. I still crave that file card information. I wanted to have that collected, so I jumped on that four issue miniseries. And then a couple years later, they I, I was so overjoyed that Marvel published uh, that miniseries in a trade paperback. And then not not only that, they added these new characters. They had Lieutenant Falcon in there, Jinx, 
um, Crockmaster, I think. Yeah, Crockmaster on there. And um, I was jazzed, and I thought that was like a trend thing that they would publish this compendium of books that every time a new character came out, for you know, in the toy or in the cartoon, that they'd have this out. But um, fortunately, unfortunately, no, that didn't quite happen. But um, what I did was, in my hopes that that kind of compendium of file cards ever seen the light of day i actually um in my trade paper that i found a couple years ago i found within the pages between flash and flint um a half sheet of paper tabulating all the characters that needed to be in this book i mean oh, i wow, continued wow. from there i had um I, crazy legs blizzard payload hardtop wildcard cold front i had had them all listed as a as the figures came out or as they par- appeared in the comic books i wrote them down said hey these need to be um, need, need to be published somehow, but you know, never got it. Marvel um, shut down the GI Joe comic, and it was a couple of years until uh, Image came out. And then when Image got that, um, got a list for Joe, they published the Battle Files, which I got all excited and I jumped all over too as well. Um, and so that was almost like Order of Battle in terms of kind of content, but they weren't as exhaustive with the characters, I don't think. Yeah. Um, they did give highlights to the main characters. They did the, you know, the main character shot and they had a little brief history on there, which was really, really cool. And they also started to, uh, give a nod to all the characters that had been released in toys since then with a little, I think, command structure or kind of, um, uh, a chain of command piece there. So I, I, I really appreciate that, but it still wasn't quite enough for me. It wasn't until, uh, a couple years later, with um, uh, with uh, Date uh, Devil's Due, yeah. Date, Date Desk, uh, that they came out with um, a new set of uh, a new set of files that um, kind of captured that continuity on there, and it's just kept that story going, which I was really jazzed, and I really like the setting how they set it up with um, it was um, uh, kind of introed by. Um, by Joe Colton in terms of uh, that, that that continuity and telling this story that it, you know this is secure access files and a really cool um, kind of layout for that. I still thought it was kind of wanting because it didn't have the full gamut of characters the profiles I mean I still wanted my Blizzard profile yeah. as yeah. an example so um, I think yeah you, you mentioned earlier that we got even a Full, fuller fleshed out character guide with Bobo Hidalgo's thing, which is kind of a beast. I, I never got a chance to get uh, own it. I think it's way out of print, but I was able to check it out online. Yeah. It's it's a gorgeous book, and it does have great artwork and great stories, but I think, again, in that instance, even though it was exhaustive in terms of calling characters' names and, and, and the vehicles and so forth, um, it didn't... I, I don't think it gave just due for all, uh, all the characters across the board, so... Um, here no, I am. I would definitely say you're correct in that because, it, of course, it highlights the major characters and, you know, someone like Snake Eyes gets multiple pages and things like right. that. But when you're talking about some of the more minor characters and, and like, I'm someone, I love the major characters, but I also love digging into the minor characters, you would get, like, a, a half page. And then when they got into even, like, troopers and uh, various troop uh, characters and stuff like that, you would get, like, a little blurb. And that was it. Like, it is a very cool book and it's, it is pretty exhaustive, which is, which is great. But yes, it's, it's still like one little, little book. <laughs> well, I, it was a massive book, but I think to your point, it was kind of imbalanced, I guess. Yeah. 
Um, there was little over indexing on the on the main characters, which which is cool. Yeah, we, we want to know what 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 Duke and Lady Jane Flint are up to, but um, kind of want to give a little highlight, a little a little bit of bigger spotlight on the ones on the on all the the figures that had come out since um all, all that time so um like i'll give you an example because i'm actually holding the book i do own a copy oh, of it cool. so um so i'll give you an example is like uh character like stalker got two pages which is good right. that the character like that deserves it uh then you had a character like tunnel rat who got a full page and while bill who got a full page which is all good but then you get a character like rock and roll who got a right. half? Who got a half page, and mm-hmm. that half page consists of two paragraphs. Right. And I've right. been like, for anyone that's a rock and roll fan, I mean, rock and roll's a very established GI Joe character. That's kind of criminal. Like I said, it's a great, it's a fantastic book, but yeah, like he should have more than a half a page. Low light has half a page. So <laughs> I feel like, yeah, you know, it's a little bit of that, like a, a little disservice to that. Even that rock and roll is a founding member too, right? Right, he's, exactly. He's mythos, right? Bring it up. Um, so he, he deserves to be amped a little bit. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, but in, in terms of this book, yeah, I, I wish I caught it on, on the first reprint and jumped on there, but I didn't actually, I, my, Kind of knowledge of GI Joe and, and it kind of uh, waned a little bit in terms of fan but it, it wasn't until we got the hype of of GI Joe uh, Resolute that cartoon just blew blew my mind. It got me back craving uh, more content there. And then probably about that time too, IDW started uh, picked up the list and started collecting it. I didn't actually know that they uh, they were publishing again until I was starting to uh read comic books digitally so i got on my comicsology account started fishing around and i and i got hooked into the chuck dixon universe and how they he actually um modernized i guess is the word uh the gi joe mythos used a lot more uh modern terminology current terminology i mean much like hama did like you know 20 20 20 um 30 years ago yeah. but i think there was a little bit more modernization so something real current about how um dixon did it yeah um and then lo and behold i stumbled across hey larry picked up <laughs> where he left off with a real american hero yeah. um so i jumped on that real quick and then uh all around that time that kind of bug in my head that says hey we need a character guide or i want to do a character guide um i started my instagram account and i started um, posting pages about uh, concepting like what a character guy looked like. So like February 2013, um, literally 10 years ago, I posted my first um, gung-ho profile and kind of uh, my take on it was to um, transcribe what was in the um, in the uh, file card itself because uh, basically I wasn't a writer. <laughs> I just needed the content to fill. But I also wanted to give a nod to like where Gung Ho's been, like what continuity character, what um, teams he's been on, like sub teams he's on, but also what uh, what media, what cartoons, what comic books, uh, uh, kind of continuities it was in, kind of give a tip of the hat to that as well. Um, slowly but surely, my Instagram follower is gonna dug that, and I started just um kind of every other week or so turn out a new one so i literally did characters for the past 10 years modifying my content or the the layout a little bit here and there but i i was up to like 
over like almost 200 characters at the time, just cranking out everyone. And with the, with the idea of say, Hey, I want, you know, Blizzard and Backstop to have like full page yeah. kind of do. Um, cause there were, cause there were characters in the G.I. Joe mythos. Um, did as much as I could in terms of content, like people like, um, like Sergeant Stone as an example. Um, shout out to Brendan Fraser for winning that uh, the Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and um, other smaller characters of that that didn't have like full imagery of that. They still unfortunately got that half page thing, but I still wanted to, to give them a shout out in terms of like whether continuity existed or um, other things like that. Um, so if you see on our Kickstarter for the pages where we are, are now, or actually let me rewind a little bit how, how we got there. So, sure. um, I started to see these pages, not only on my Instagram, but on other G.I. Joe forums. I think I hit yojo.com one time, his tank, some Facebook groups, and just kind of like get feedback and see what people want. And I got real positive feedback. People immediately said, hey, where can I, where can I get this? Where can I buy one? I'm like, it's still a concept. <laughs> uh, sorry, but I'll, I'll keep you in mind if something, if something um, happens. So uh, beginning of 2022, uh, so January last year, I wrote down my list of things I wanted to accomplish or kind of figure out. I, I mean, I had all these profiles out, like professionally, not professionally, but kind of done to my, my liking. 200, I, I wanted to figure out how I can make a book. So it was like one of my goals in the year. Um, went down the rabbit hole trying to figure out and, and find out that discovering is like really expensive yeah. <laughs> to do yeah. on my own. Um, but in one of those Facebook forums back in July, Josh came up, just immediately jumped on one of my posting, like uh, a preview that I'd put up, and he says, "Whoa, this is a this project look. This character guy looks like a after action reports kid. It looks like uh, Carson's 3D Joe's like step kid and James Cavanaugh's project. He just like went all over and he tagged them too, which was kind of I was like, whoa, what's going on here? And um, immediately kind of hit it off and saying, hey." We're, we got this after action report. I've seen the comic guys. I thought they were great. He said, we got, you know, funny, these successful kickstarters. He said, what about putting your character guide, the GI Joe command files under the after action report? And then from there, it was just kind of, we're just running like crazy since that last July. Yeah. I mean, next thing you know, I'm, I'm on a plane going to Iowa for, for, um, an assembly required <laughs> talking about a book. That's awesome. No, that's it's been a whirlwind right now. Oh, me. I'm sure. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and and as someone who myself has done a couple Kickstarters, like I definitely know like all the you know all the behind the scenes stuff that's like there's there's the stresses, there's the headaches, and everything else. So uh, as my audience knows, I do not have people on the show to promote Kickstarters. Unless it's something that I feel is good for my audience and, and if it's something I believe in myself. So I don't, you know, Roger knows to reach out to me because he knows, like, I want to have you guys on the show. It's, you know, I could have very easily said, no, don't want to do it. But no, this is stuff that I support myself. So I am like eager to have you guys on to talk about this stuff. And like I said, especially this one is very near and dear to my heart because much like yourself, Greg, I am someone that I eat up, like I, I ate up those, uh, hot moves. I ate up the who's who of DC. I, I get the, the encyclopedia books. I've got, uh, I'm a huge Star Wars person. So I've got like all the different, like, uh, character guides to the old Republic and all, like just as 
any granular thing I can get to learn more about the characters, which then in turn tells me about their story and their history and stuff like that, I am all for that. Um, if, if you ever get them across my original gung-ho um, profile, I actually mimicked or tried to mimic the layout of one of the earlier character guides. Oh, <laughs> nice. From Star Wars. The character inside from Star Wars. That is awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. I just wanted to you know, bounce from somewhere because I, I thought – G.I. Joe needs a character guide. X-Men, Star Wars, even Lego superheroes got character guides. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it should be and it should be something that doesn't like go away. Again, like yes, we've had some character guides in the past, but like every generation needs to have a new one. Um and I love what you guys are doing. Like you guys are trying to be very, you know, thorough and everything else. So one question I, I have, and this might, you know, cause a, a good hopefully a good discussion, is uh, and it's something we've talked about on the show a lot of times in the past is canon. There's right. a lot, especially when you're dealing with these, these things that we grew up with, there's a lot of different canons out there. Um, whether it's, uh, even Star Wars now has different canons. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> like it didn't used to. It used to be all one thing. And then all of a sudden Disney bought Star Wars and now there's legends and then there's, and then they even did like infinities and like all this type of stuff, which was like a what if type thing. So with G.I. Joe, you know, you have the G.I. Joe American Hero canon. You have uh, the cartoon, the Sumbo cartoon. You have Renegades. You have uh, Sigma Six. You have uh, the IDW continuity. You have the Dark Horse continuity. You have, uh, the, heck, even the file cards are kind of their own continuity. They don't really, they kind of follow their own stories for these characters when you read the file cards. So... How did you approach that for this? Like, because obviously you don't need to hit all of that. You kind of can, I mean, but did you do like an amalgam of like all of that together? Or like, how did you decide what you're going to use to describe who these characters were? I kind of wanted to do the reverse, not be very, very focused. Because you had the battle files and data. So that was very specific to that story, that narrative for that, for that particular writer, that universe. For me, I wanted to get to the essence of the character. Um, just when, but what, this is the basic Duke. These are the kind of high level. First sergeant. Um, he, he run, he, he, he's got officer credentials, but he wants to roll with the boys in the trenches type thing. And I think that that's a commonality across all versions of Duke yep. in there. So, so I wanted to say this is a basic essentials look. And at the same time too, working on this project in the, in the 40th year, G.I. Joe Real American Hero has been around. I kind of wanted to keep it in that kind of uh, level of view to, to say, well, this is a tribute to all those characters, those ideas, those continuities, and make sure we capture it here yeah. as a as quote-unquote time capsule, I guess. Sure. Um, sure. If you go on the Kickstarter, the, the, the Duke page is a two- two-page spread shout out to hawk sanders for helping me guide that way but what we've done was uh actually have representative um images from each continuity each um cartoon um even a venom versus uh, dollar versus venom um <laughs> screenshot in there too to represent uh that that um continuity if you will um and i think that's one of the driving things that makes this book kind of appealing is that it has all these graphics that gives a nod to all the different projects that were gi joe um yeah. I, I mean even that on channing tatum and represent duke the movie <laughs> just to show that piece for some folks um, but it's, 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 it's almost like a love letter too for me to say, to GI Joe, the brand yeah. uh, and these characters to say, Hey, I, I've watched you guys over 40 years and I appreciate uh, everything you've done creatively. 
and just drop it in there. So to answer your continuity question, it's it's all the continuities, yeah. but it's yeah, yeah it's it's not meant to it's not meant to guide. Um, it, it's not the meant to guide an idea or story, but yeah. just a matter of yeah, just a matter of just historically capturing that this is what what they've done with the character. Yeah, and that and that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, like you said, you're trying to capture that essence of that character and and like who the, who they really are in the GI Joe universe. Uh, it doesn't like you said, it doesn't have to. It's not necessarily tying into a specific story, but there are certain elements of that character that you go to any Joe fan, no matter what they've watched or read or anything like that, they're like, okay, this is who that character is. Um, so, right. so yeah, no, I love that. With, I think that's with, the, yeah. sorry, sorry, I no, think that's what the cards are. They they spun off all the toys. It's like the base. You get your toy, and, yeah. and then you get your file card, figure out who it is, and then you just go play. And then whoever creatively, you know, worked with that piece um yeah. whatever project it is so yeah with that and with that in mind as far as like kind of blending you know the stuff that we know about these characters and everything was there any particular characters that were kind of challenging to do that to um kind of throwing everything together yeah um or they no, all I, kind of feel the same they all kind of had those the same feel when you were putting them together the only challenge i saw was because uh, actually just a level set in terms of like the super set of like what characters Characters I'm putting out. These are all characters that had a figure that came out with a three and quarter, three and three quarter inch figure that had a file card necessary. So I put that in the book. The challenge was was actually say a character like Hard Drive in like the early 2000s. That came out as a male character, so I had a male character um, uh, file card to work off of. But in the comic books and the Dixon first, Hard Drive appeared as a female, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is kind of hard to resolve. So I kind of split it both ways and called female. If you look at the file card for the um for the uh, uh toy the action figure it would be martin a pendel i think or pipido in the comic um since it's female i just called her martina okay <laughs> just, just kidding. but but i do i notes in with each entry that that recognizes that it was a male character or even keeping track of of grade ranks um i've also kind of noted that too if a character started as an E4 corporal and they, they climbed the ranks to like E5, E6, I've actually noted that too. Okay. Um, just kind of as a tabulation of where characters have gone through the years yeah. uh, as well. So That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, 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 it's little, got some historical to it too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very, very cool. Um, so uh, I, I noticed with some of your earlier earlier talking that blizzard was a, a, a favorite of yours or a character you felt like needed a little bit more attention to that didn't get it in the past. Um, I just picked that because that was the last page I've been working on. Gotcha. So, so what, what were some of your favorite Joes or Cobras that, you know, like you said, this was a love letter and, and it's like, yeah. and I realize you love all GI Joe and Cobra and stuff like that. I do too. But like, who were your favorite ones to work on? Because they were always like a fan favorite for you. Oh man, it was, you mean as far as pages? Oh, I mean, yeah. It, it, um, I spent a lot of time working on that on that Duke profile, just getting the right pictures correctly. Um, um, and I'm still, I, I've done a two page later Scarlet, and that that was fun trying to put together. I'm still have a couple two page two page spread, um treatments that I got to do for Roblox and like so the Roblox is like Tunnel Rat, Flint and Lady J. Um, I haven't gotten to it yet, but I, I feel I'm going to have the most fun with Tunnel Rat. 
Okay. Uh, just just love that his background and his diminutive nature and and how he goes about things. It's just personality of the cartoon, and also from um, from from uh, Resolute and Renegades. I just kind of really dig that character, and and he's used in so many different media as well. That I'm I'm looking forward to like capturing that. Plus, he's inspired by the creator of that, Joe, so that <laughs> helps too. <laughs> Um, um, anticipating that you're going to ask me what my favorite Joe was, I was <laughs> there are a lot of uh, to choose from too. And um, even though I didn't put a lot of detail into it, I, I do I do have a, a lean toward Torquedo. Okay. Um, just because of just a wine back wine background, but he was also in his file cards that he's a he's a proficient in the Bali song, which is a Filipino butterfly knife from my oh. from my from my parents or from my ancestry, That's which awesome. was kind of like it was kind of cool to read that on the back of a toy. I go. Dude, this is real American hero, and they have like this, this very uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just not not many people know what a Bali song is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like there's some some heritage things and some connection things. I think that was one of the coolest things, and I hear that story uh, quite often from a lot of people where there was something about a particular Joe character that connected to where they lived or something about them or something like you said about your hand ancestry or something like that. And that was always something that was cool about GI Joe. You'd read those file cards and be like, Oh, this, this guy's got the same name as me or, Oh, this guy came from the same town as me. And exactly, you know, stuff like that. So that was all, that's always really cool. I can tell you for sure that torpedo is a, a show favorite because uh, anyone that's listened to the show for long enough, we used to, uh, we've been doing the, uh, rewatching the cartoon the sunbow cartoon right and uh one of our uh gi joe artists but also a friend of the show and has been on many times uh co-host uh, robert atkins uh would come on and when we first started doing it he he would uh he was on when torpedo first got introduced in the sunbow cartoon and he introduced himself by like saying hey everybody and yes. so that is how robert introduces himself when he comes on the show <laughs> Um, so, uh, we absolutely love Torpedo on, on this show. So that's a, that's an excellent pick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love his like hang loose attitude. That's, yes. that's, yeah. that's of Hawaii. Oh, my side story on that is, is, uh, um, uh, Torpedo's uh, last name is Leiloa. Yeah. And, uh, I, I first met Larry Hama at a show a very first time in February of last year, had him assign my book, uh, my number one, but he's uh, sitting next to Steve Lalo. And it was at that moment I made the connection. <laughs> that Hama named him after, named Torpedo after Steve. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. Was like 40 years later, it dawned on me. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. It, no, there's totally stuff like that. And then like, and, and I've learned now from talking and, communicating with a lot of artists and creators and stuff like that, like how much they put people that they know into mm -hmm. their stories. Um, I'm very proud to say that star Joe's does appear in a GI Joe American hero issue. So, uh, and that's cause we knew Shannon, uh, Gallant who did the artwork and he, so he put us in the convention episode, uh, issue where, uh, all the Joe's found themselves at a con uh, comic convention and he put star Joe's at, as one of the tables in the background and then he put like a poster of it in the background. And then he also put my last name as the name of a uh, processing plant in one of the issues also. So that was really cool to see. I got to go dig those up. I got them on all digital, but I'm starting to collect the physical books. Yeah. Uh, now that I got character guide to refer to. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. 
So, yeah, I'm going to dig that up. That's great. That's a great nut Easter egg nugget there. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, too, so my last name is, is Drost. Uh, it's D-R-O-S-T. So, that, yeah, there's uh, someone actually brought it to my attention was like, hey, did you see that you're in the G.I. Joe, your last name's in the G.I. Joe American Hero? And I was like, well, this is just perfect because I was like, I do a show called Star Joe's. And <laughs> G.I. so I'm in a G.I. Joe comic now. Or my last name is. My last name also appears in a Star Wars novel. Uh, no, which way. is dark, which is a really good one to appear in also, which is Dark Force Rising, which is the, the middle book of the Timothy Zahn trilogy. Um, there's a Lieutenant Drost in there. No so, way, that's wild. so I was like, how perfect is it that my name appears in a Star Wars book and in a G.I. Joe comic? <laughs> that still works. You got to put that like on a business card or a resume or something. Be I used to know the exact page in the Star Wars book that it appeared on, but I've I've forgotten. I'm sure I could find it very easily, but I did look on like Wikipedia and there is a Lieutenant Trost that has an entry on there. So that's pretty cool. Now I got to ask Roger, I don't put him on the spot, but in the character guide for the IDW, do we, do we mention Star Joe or do we call that out as a (laughs) person? I don't think I knew about it until this moment, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, we're, we're not, uh, we're not done with that with volume three. So we may still be able to squeeze it in. Right. There you go. (laughs) <laughs> the Star Joe's podcast, I, and I, I think it is, what is it, one, is it one, I'm trying to remember what issue it is that they go to the convention. I want to say it's like 180 or 181 or something like that. That but, sounds about right. I know they did a couple of convention covers for it. Yes, yeah, so. Oh, yeah, and I, I own one of the pages because Shannon game, was very nice and gave me one of the pages, so. Oh, yes. So, um, but enough about. My background was stuff. <laughs> it just was perfect your, opportunity your background, to talk about backgrounds, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so how, like, so you guys are going to be ultimately, I, if I remember right, maybe it's changed. Uh, ultimately, you guys are hoping to do two volumes of this. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we're totaling about. I think I'm tracking about 240 characters in total, and these are 144-page books if we're on the after-action report format, so they're not going to be able to fit all, cram all that gram in one book. Sure. Um, and I went about in, and this will kind of segue into how I formatted the book. Um, so don't expect an alphabetical order order of battle approach to these. What I've done with these file cards was actually, I mean, with this book, I also wanted to ask the question. What if if GI Joe existed today as a real special missions unit? How would it be organized? How would it be grouped? Really, yeah. um, it's a real chain of command. So I actually answer that question, or at least in, in my interpretation of reading all the far car- file cards and um, reading Larry, uh, Larry's work, um, I actually took the approach of grouping um, some of these characters into A teams. Um, so yeah, you have, you have all your winter operations. Uh, Soldiers on one team, um, uh, night forces on another team, uh, kind of grouped them in that way and, 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 and presented them in that fashion as opposed to straight alphabetical. That's so it gives you a little cool. kind of a good exploratory look going through the book. Yeah. Uh, so you can make, you know, discover new things and a new character, stumble across a new character, um, and find uh, really cool things like, did you know Backblast, the, the guy with a big old huge kind of, um, anti-aircraft until he has, he's also a signal core. So he's a communications guy yeah, <laughs> as a second yeah. specialty. So those type of things that you kind of like stumble upon, um, in that, in that, um, kind of that fashion. So I've broken up the, 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 the command, uh, G.I. Joe command files into two books. Um, the first part would be the A teams as described. And then the second, um, book, which will kickstart, I guess, later in the year, 
Um, the second volume would include um, uh, kind of support elements. So your air operations folks, your armor people, uh, for all intents and purposes, your um, your your vehicle pilots and drivers. But also, I give a nod to DEF and Eco Warriors in that in that part of in that section. That's awesome. No, and I I really like that for the simple fact of like you said, it kind of helps you explore. Um, the characters and everything else. I know, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the book, but there's a, uh, and I'm blanking on it, and I apologize to the creator because we've had him on at least a couple times, but uh, there's a book, a G.I. Joe book that shows the early concept art of the toys and, and everything. Um, Dan K. Yeah. Dan Klingensmith. Yes, Dan uh, Klingensmith's books. Uh, he does not follow a, like, alphabetical order or even an era order he picks a couple from this era he picks a couple from this era and picks a couple from this era and and same thing with vehicles and everything else and i love that because i get to explore uh characters and vehicles and things like that that maybe i didn't grow up with because i did get out of gi joe at one point uh uh later on and then uh so i get to explore that but then also i'm like i'm eager for the next book because i'm like ooh, what's Who's who's going to be in this one? And and with yours, I'll be like, ooh, who's in this group? Like who who do I like? I can even think about before I even turn turn the page. Like who do I think is going to be in this this particular group of characters? Um, so I, I really like that because it, it it adds a bit of excitement. It adds some speculation and everything else for me as a reader. Right, right. And and also we wanted to break it up this way too because we didn't want it to wait till volume two to see. Snake Eyes and Stalker, because if you went alphabetically, <laughs> you have to yeah. wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, and yeah, and people be like, I have to wait till the second <laughs> book for Zartan. Come on. <laughs> Which maybe they still have to wait for the second book for Zartan. We don't know. We're not revealing everything. Right. But well, I do <laughs> clarify though. You said Zartan. These are just Joes only. Oh right? yeah, that's true. I'm fiddling yep. around with a Cobra idea. I did start Cobra. If you follow my Instagram, um, G underscore Unit U N I T. Two four seven two. If you do follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen a couple, uh, probably a dozen or so Cobra files I've already done already. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. If all goes well, we're hoping that'll be uh, volume three for the series. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah I, yeah, I didn't even think about that. The fact that, like, yeah, there's plenty of Joes for you to fill up two volumes, so you're totally fine there. Uh, right. <laughs> so, uh, big question for you. Right. Because it's an important, it's a very, very important question. Do you, ha- will you have skid mark in the books? Uh, yes. Okay. I do. <laughs> the uh, most fact, unfortunate name of a character, yeah. but he needs to be, have representation. <laughs> oh, I, I, I found, I found a way to give a full page profile for him too. And actually, right. come to think of it, and this is a spoiler, I do, I think I mentioned him in the front of the book because he oh, has okay. a relation to one of the A teams. So I had to, I, t- I, t- in a way. Nice. Um, so awesome. what what oh. I've done, one of the kind of things to frame everything um, and, and use as kind of chapter intros for each of these A-teams, um, I've actually created uh, somewhat of a mock Senate subcommittee report. It's, 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 it's basically printed as if it's a report to um, some of the uh, – G.I. Joe uh, comic fans would know it's it, it's for Wendy Wendy Ling Torres. It's a it's a it's a report written to her for the Senate because she's the head of the Oversight Committee for G.I. 
right? And written as um, articulated as this is who GI Joe is, this is their command structure, and this is who they are. Um, so I'm using those pages as kind of intros for each section, kind of explaining um, who's on the team or what they do and, and things like that. So kind of a little side thing. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. That's very very cool. How like I know you said that's uh, is it 240 characters you said? Yeah, I think between the two yeah, volumes, right? Give or take, yeah, tracking it, yeah. Okay. Joe's um, only. Yep. And so, how? So, is it a pretty much an even split? Like, is it 120 characters in the first volume? And- well, it's it's roughly. I have these I have these lists, and I haven't like, retabulated recently. But uh, for those interested, we I do list the character. There is a character list on the Kickstarter page already of what, what's um, listed for volume one and volume two, and in their respective groupings. Okay. So it's already there, so you can jump on there and. Um, if I'm missing anybody, please. <laughs> but I, I don't think so because um, one of the other things, Ryan, that I've done too that I've seeded along in my um, uh, kind of exploration of, of the question of what does the command structure of GI Joe look like? I've actually done a, a chain of command infographic, if you will, with every single toy figure, and I kind of seeded that out to say his tank and nice. other places, and I, I had some Joe uh, fans come and give me feedback that hey, you're missing Air Raid. <laughs> Nice. As example, so I kind of got that feedback and use that as for the for the book. That's very very cool. That's awesome. And then uh, obviously, as as a kid growing up with the Joe characters and everything, there uh, it, it wasn't just the the Joes themselves, but oftentimes vehicles were attached to those characters. Um, do you refer to some of the vehicles? Like if if you have a character like say cover girl uh you know do you do you mention or or make show any connection to her with the wolverine do you with um uh i'm trying to think of another like wild bill with the dragonfly do you do you make some of those connections to the vehicles that they were involved with as well if it's not explicitly called out in the original file card on the toy packaging no but i have so many different i have many visuals to support the file. So I would definitely have a picture of Wild Bill flying the dragonfly. Sure. I definitely have a picture of CoverGirl sitting in the, on the Wolverine sure. um, and Crankcase driving the Ostriker right. as an example. So you have those visual cues already. Yeah. I mean, people straight up toll recognize. Booth with, toll booth with the bridge layer. And, bridge layer, yeah. yeah yep. So. Yep. Which is also another fan favorite, by the way, also because of Robert. Robert is uh, loves toll booth and the bridge layer. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and who doesn't really who doesn't yeah you, you gotta love that so um no that's very cool i like i like that concept and like you said uh if nothing else the visual representation showing like yeah there's a connection with this character there so that's very cool um and then when it came to like specialties because of course that's the other thing when it came to, to joe's do you kind of like do you outline it similar to like the, how the file cards would do it, where they have like a, a first specialty, second, you know, backup specialty type thing, or I had it with a little twist to it. I do represent the original vintage specialties in the footnotes that I mentioned earlier, but what I wanted to do was going back to the premise of what does what did this, these what does Joe look like as a special missions force? I, I kind of dove in to say what are the real military specialties look like when I go on the, the Hasbro site and they, they call out skydiving. I'm like, that's not 
<laughs> that's a military specialty. Right. It'd be like airborne, right? Right. Or that, that'd be a skill as opposed to a specialty. Uh, and so I try to make those distinctions. So more often than not, we'd have figures that came out when we were growing up. They'd say their first military specialist infantry, but they'd have, you know, some other specialty that they'd do. I don't know, um, airborne or whatever it is. But I, I when I investigated, um, special ops and specifically special forces, which, which I kind of model the, the, the GI Joe, um, command structure against how special forces companies run. Um, these military specialties are actually sp- very specific. They would have a special forces weapon sergeant, special forces medical sergeant, engineer sergeant, um, assistant commander, intelligence, uh, um, intelligence sergeant. So I kind of translated like what we've been reading in these file cards and offer my interpretations to modernize them. Um, So there would be special skills where like, you know, airborne ranger would be fully called out in terms of that kind of skill or uh, uh, EOD itself is a a specific um, skill, but also engineer sergeant is a military specialist. So I make those kind of distinctions there and it really got kind of hairy when I went into the Navy and the Air Force and how they describe stuff. But I, I, I wanted to do kind of do drills and, and, and drill down on how they were. So that's my kind of offering and modernizing it. I, I, I say that because uh, earlier um, I mentioned about how Chuck Dixon took his modernized spin to it I, and the way he approached things. And I wanted to look at that lens and offer that um, kind of approach in this uh, in my project. That's awesome. Now, does Ro- does Roblox still have culinary skills? That's important. Oh, absolutely. I have it. There's a specific term, too. I don't think it's culinary. I got, oh, I got to look. Yeah, back I can't remember what it is. That was the only thing that popped in my head. So, but <laughs> In the military op- occupational codes for um, in the Army, they have this, the, the, the main specialty, but they also have things like um, additional skill identifiers and, and uh, skill qualifications. You go to different schools and you get, get awarded those. And one of those, yeah, there, there is like a cook. There's something, there, there's something for cook. Yeah, yeah. In there. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah I did get up. Yes. Yeah. Well, and that was the fun thing with Joe too. It was like there, like I said, going back again to like the connections that people would make and everything else. There would be these quirky little things about a character. That you'd be like, oh, like they can make a connection for you with them, which was which was what was awesome about it. And you know, um, it's one of the coolest things too. Like, and this is going back to like you were talking about with your ancestry and everything before too. Like one of the coolest things with Joe, and and it's obviously going to be in your book as well, is you know it's such a hot topic nowadays. But it was there in Joe from the beginning was diversity. Like we've got such an amazing diverse cast. Like you have just about every ethnicity I can think of has at least one representation, if not more, Um, and so many different personalities and so many different skill sets and occupations and things like that. It was just and like so to have a book like yours is going to be like incorporating all of that like it's it's just going to be awesome to have so i'm very very excited and I'm, I'm eager to have this uh come out now the one thing i will throw out there for everyone that they need to be aware of because you again need your support need you to go out there and back this right now there's still 30 days left on this campaign there as of this recording you're at 16301 and the goal is 25,000. Um, so Roger or Greg or both of you, like, give us an idea of what goes behind that, like, 
why was that the goal and where, you know, what kind of is playing in, into that total? Cause a lot of times people want to know, like, where's the money going? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, a, a big part of it is just the, the reach that we're trying for this time. The, the first three volumes were very specifically comic guys. You know, I mean, we, we didn't think we were going to get many fans beyond just the comic book fans. Sure. Uh, this time we're really targeting all GI Joe fans and even beyond that. As like you were talking about earlier with the Star Wars guides and and other you know Marvel Universe guides and stuff like that, you may not necessarily be a fan of those universes, but you're still going after the guides of those universes. Right. So we we want to get the the people that are interested in the characters um, more than anything. Yeah, yeah. So we're looking for the figure fans, we're looking for the comic fans, the cartoon fans, the the just general pop culture fans. So in order to get there, we need to get a higher goal sure uh, that's the basics of it anyway yeah, you gotta print enough books right so. yeah <laughs> so no very cool um and and this is gonna be it's not gonna be a, a light book either so uh it's no. it's got quite a quite a few pages and a lot of material in it um it so um and i love the fact that you're using all different types of imagery too for the characters so yeah that, like Yes, it, it's fantastic when you when you get like you were mentioning earlier, like getting some new artwork that in some of those battle early battle files and everything else. But when you're really trying to like incorporate all of these characters, it's very very cool to like bring images from different sources. Um, yeah. and kind of show like these are all that character. So um, really love that. And then that's the thing too. I would say also it's for someone that just likes likes the artwork too like absolutely maybe, maybe yeah. you're not a big reader but like I, heck i'm gonna i know when i first get it i'm gonna flip through it just to look at the images of all the different characters so yeah um, imagine in three years if you go to a doctor's office and find that on the coffee table instead of, <laughs> of time magazine or something like that. <laughs> I, I won't leave the doctor's office they'll be like <laughs> exactly. they'll be like ryan you're you're next i'll be like in a minute hold on hold, hold on, on. Hold on. <laughs> Like, can we reschedule my appointment? I'm just going to sit here and read this. <laughs> yeah, and out a little more about shipwreck. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh man, Polly does not get his own page, though, right? Not in this volume. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay if Timber has his own page, but I don't need Polly to have his own page. <laughs> no, <Polly>. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm trying to remember if I even have a picture of Polly. I would have to. I have a cartoon pick of Shipwreck. And it has yeah, a, it's pretty much know. a given if you've got a cartoon pick. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of, they kind of go hand in hand, yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it's always a, it's been a pain point for me. Uh, <laughs> the It was always funny because the comic relief characters from the 80s shows were never funny to me. <laughs> Fair enough. So, um no, that's that's awesome. Uh, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to like. Is there anything else that we're not that I haven't asked you guys about when it comes to this book? Like, is there anything important that listeners should really know about when it comes? You haven't to it? asked us who's doing the cover. <laughs> oh well, that there you go. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got someone that's well known to GI Joe fans, especially right now with Carson's books uh, with Carson's projects coming out right now. Uh, we've got uh, Mark Pennington doing the cover, nice. and it's going to be a full wraparound cover on this. Oh, that's awesome! Love yeah. that. Um, any insight as to what he's doing or what you guys want him to do, or or just letting him go to town? 
Um, it was sort of a 50-50 mix of our guidance and his his uh, decision-making. Uh, we wanted to get as many of the characters that are in this volume on the cover. Okay. Um, we kind of had a base number of, I think it was 10 characters that we wanted on the cover, and then the full list of 120, and we basically said, go as far as you feel like going. Okay. <laughs> Um, the, the design he's got has got a couple of Mobats, um, kind of, one's kind of front and center, one's kind of in the background, and, and the Joes are just kind of rallying around them and standing on them and standing in front of them, and it looks pretty cool right now. Right now it's just in the sketch stages, but he's, he's coming along pretty well. I think he's at, I want to say 32 characters and a dog, as he put it. Nice. <laughs> nice. Oh. Yeah, the concept has like so much energy. As I want, I, I can envision where he's going, and I, as I want that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's very very yeah. cool. I Hawk immediately want to go summer. like I know who the dog is, but then I was like, crap, no, I don't know who the dog is because there's yeah, like... <laughs> I, I think from the sketch it's probably Timber, but it, it might not be. I'm not 100 percent sure. Gotcha. It might be might be Junkyard or somebody else. Might be Law, or yeah, I should be, say Order. I should say yeah, yeah Law's right. Law's the guy. Orders the dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it could be order. It could hell. He could even go really off the books and go with uh, Dusty's dog. What was the dust? Sandstorm. Sandstorm. Yeah. Wasn't it or Levant? It could be Levant. I I do have I do have a a pick of Dusty in here and his uh, like yellow beret. Nice. That that version in here. Man, you're hitting all like this show's favorite characters because it's like <laughs> one of my co-hosts, Eric Dust, Dusty, and CoverGirl are his two favorites. So like, that just shows we did our research, man. right? Yeah, you guys like okay, we're gonna be on the show. Here's who we need to talk about. That's right. <laughs> and you did mention mine briefly, which is Flint and Lady J. So when you were talking sure. about the double pages, so I'm looking forward to those as well. So um, yeah, it's funny because like when we started doing the show, like my favorite character was Flint and my co-host Chuck, his favorite character was Duke and I'm a blonde haired guy and he's a brown haired guy. And we <laughs> like the exact opposite. <laughs> you always want what you can't have, I guess. Right. Right. Well, and he got, and it makes sense. He got into Joe really early and I got into it a little bit later when, when the cartoon came out. So, um, and if you got into the comics early, Duke was your guy. And if you got into the cartoon later, like I did, Flint was your guy. So, at least most of the time. Yeah. Um, so, um, anything, anything else? Like, is there anything else in the book itself outside of just just the characters themselves oh. that that people should be aware of? I think there's only one other like new thing I've introduced here. Is my take is I've I've added these character ratings, skill ratings on the bottom. Oh, that's cool. If folks have, have seen the Kickstarter, yeah, there, there are a number of pages where I've outlined special, specific, special forces skills in there and give them a ranking. You see this a lot in, like, the Marvel Universe um, uh, profiles and so forth. They yep. they, they have, um, you know, strength and stamina ratings. Yep. Or whatever. For me, I, you know, their, their weapon skill, their, uh, intelli- their intelligence. Sure. Not intelligence in terms of how they're smart, but intelligence in terms of their yeah. – <laughs> their, their skill and, sets and everything, yeah. Yeah, and tradecraft and so forth. Um, so I've mapped that out and also um, give a nod to the, each specialty where, where, it's, where it's appropriate. So jungle warfare um, skills or Arctic warfare, mountain warfare, those type of things. So, That's awesome. Um, I, I, added that too in terms of kind of hey, if it's a character guy you want to have an idea yeah no i love that because i i used to love doing that with um 
uh, Transformers did that, where you'd have you'd right, get a little exactly. red uh, cellophane thing you'd put over the the scramble thing, and it would and it would show you their different strengths, like you said, their different abilities and everything else. How good were they in those things? So exactly. Um, so yeah, no, I love that. Yeah, and Joe, I don't think Joe's ever really done that before. So yeah, I, I don't even know if they have a um, kind of a basis to do that. I mean, you could have probably landed toward. It. Remember the old uh, trading card game? Yeah, maybe had those laid out, but I've never hooked onto that that much to understand that yeah no i love that you're doing that because that that's always fun because also like that makes it fun like i mean not that i'm a kid anymore but some you know i i still (laughs) still have toys and i still have comic books so i'm kind of still a kid anyways (laughs) um but like it it gets you to speculate like you did as a kid like okay well who would beat who because well well this guy's stronger than that guy yeah but this guy's you know faster and this guy is like got He's he's more of a marksman and everything, you know. So that that's really fun to kind of that, play around with that. Yeah, kind of like baseball cards. I think it was Crip was Ziggin that talked about like file cards being like baseball cards yeah. and like skills and comparing backgrounds and so forth like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. No, that's awesome. Um, so everyone out there, if you have not backed this already, you need to. <laughs> and we can give you more reasons too if you'd like. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, this, uh, like, I have, again, not to, not to downplay the other books you've done in the past because I have loved all the books you guys have done. Um, I'm looking forward to volume three. Um, I was Thanks. just, I was just looking through volume two, uh, literally yesterday. Um, and just like, because I haven't had a chance to really sit down and like look through it. I like flipped through it, but that was it. But actually like picking out much like I will do with the character guide, picking out like random things like, Oh, that's cool. Let me read about that one. Um, so I just started doing that yesterday, but as we established, like, and Greg, you had the, you, you, you're a person after my own heart of like, like loving digging into characters and, and, and having these resources and everything else. Like, um, yes, you can, you can look up a lot of stuff online, but it's, it's not like having a book in front of you that just has all this information there for you. And it's, a, it's a, it's a different way of exploring. Um, at least for me, it is like, I, like I said, if I want to know something, yes, I do click Google and I look it up and everything else. But when I want to like dig into characters and stories and things like that, like I love picking up a book off the shelf and like just flipping through it and, like I have the DC guide uh, encyclopedia guide. I have the Marvel one. And when they do updated versions, I get those because sometimes they start including new characters in there. So like, and I will literally like open those up and just look at it, uh, just flip through and go, Oh, here's a character I don't know anything about. And I'll read about it. And I'm looking forward to that with GI Joe, because even though I've done this show for so long and I've learned so much more about GI Joe than I ever knew before doing the show, um, there's still tons of characters. I don't know much about and a character guide like this can go a long way towards resolving that so yeah more about big brawler and a mirage yeah <laughs> yeah so it, and it, it may be a product for a generation just because we're we are the generation that grew into the internet rather than the ones that grew up with the internet sure but to me it feels more legitimate if it's in book form it feels yeah. like it's more factual yeah. You know, on the internet, things can change. People can go in and edit the pages. Um, they can update them, yeah. but the book, it's permanent. That's a record. That's, that's what it was at that time. Yeah. Even if it's changed since then, but that's, 
Well, and that's the facts of it. Absolutely. No, I totally agree with you. And here's something else I would throw out for people. Like if you have kids and you want them to get into GI Joe at all, like if you just a character guide is a great way to do that. Yeah. Um, I just recently, I've been going through my comic collection, which is ridiculously ex- extensive and I'm looking to downsize it quite a bit. Don't worry. The Joe ones are not going anywhere. Those are staying in my they collection. Better not. No, they're not. They're, they're staying in my collection. I have certain things that are staying in my collection, but I am downsizing significantly from what I had. And what my wife and I have started doing is, uh, is she's helping me with this. We have a, a local Facebook group. It's called Upcycle. And it's for our town and the neighboring town. And if you are looking for something, you can just post it on there. Hey, I'm looking for, you know, spat, a red spatula for whatever. Um, but you can also post like, hey, here, I have these things. Does anyone want them? And what I've been doing is I've been going through my comic collection and anything that is valuable, I've been listing that I want to get rid of. I'm listing it on eBay. But if it's something where it's like, yeah, that's selling for like a buck plus maybe shipping on eBay. Like I'm not wasting my time doing a listing yeah. for it. So I'm putting it on this upcycle group and I've been getting through boxes and boxes of stuff and people are just devouring them. And the coolest thing about it that you wouldn't think until you actually expose them to it is I've had so many parents that are like, Oh, I would love to get some comics for my kid. Can I have one of them? And you get to, you can pick who gets them, but I have so many comics. Like every time we put up like a listing of four boxes of them, we'll get yeah. five or six people that want them. I'm like, I'll fill in five, a fifth box or a sixth box. Don't worry about it. Uh, so tell all of them they're getting it. And like, there's a bus driver that had a, a little library on her bus that she, she wanted some for the kids on the bus. And she contacted us back and told us how much the kids are like, behaving so much better because they're sitting there and just <laughs> reading through these comics and stuff like that. And these are like kids. She told us, I didn't know this, but they were like kids with behavioral issues and stuff like okay. that. So like, so and like, uh, we've had parents that like have messaged us afterwards saying like, my daughter has just like gone through all those comics already. Do you have any more that you're looking to get rid of? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm not giving them a small stack. I'm talking like they're getting like 40 comics from me and stuff like that. Like they're getting a, a pretty big stack, but the kids are devouring it. It's just because they have access to it. So I would literally say like, especially because this book has a lot of visual elements to it, just like a comic book does. Um, get this book for your kid. Um, if not for yourself, get it for your kid and just have it there. Don't force it on them. Just have it there. They will open that book up and they will go, they'll start seeing some of the cool pictures and then that's going to make them want to read it. And that's the other thing that is awesome with comics and with a book like this Yeah, is it gets kids reading. Um, And it's not just an entry point for GI Joe. It's an entry point for art. It's an entry point reading. It's an entry point for storytelling. Yes, exactly. I, I, one of the things that, uh, the one, like I said, I've been amazed. I've been having some parents that have reached out to us telling us like how much these comics are like amazing for their kids. And one was a lady telling us that her, um, son has to do X amount of minutes of reading, uh, each uh, week for school. And she cannot get him to read a book, but he's reading the comics. And she goes, as long as he's reading and I don't have to fight him to read, which she's not having to do all the better. So like I said, a book like this can do that same thing. I know, I know a teacher who I've heard a a story through a friend 
who I think his mom used the G.I. Joe file cards to get kids reading in school. Nice. She, he brought, she brought his collection of file cards into the classroom, had the students read them, and then they would have to write stories about the characters that they were reading about. Like, how cool is that that G.I. Joe is getting kids to read and to write stories? That's great. That's wonderful. So, like I said, I think a book like this is, can do the exact same thing for them. So, like, yeah. I'm not trying to make it loftier than it is. Like, it's just a really cool-ass book. But, <laughs> but in legitimately, like, if you want to expose your kids to to G.I. Joe or just something fun for them, like, this is a book to get because it's it, it has that all-ages appeal. It has the artwork that would entice them. It has, you know, it's not going to be something extensive that they have to like maybe the yeah maybe they will devour it from front to back cover but it is something like what we do which is they might just open it up and read about one character and yeah. and then they'll come back later and read about another one so yeah. it's digestible yeah. is the word i was like looking for sample plate yeah. yeah yeah so yeah and like in my own case uh, gi joe is what got me to read in the first place because I had comics. I went to the comic shop with dad all the time and I, I'd go through the 25 cent bin and, you know, I'd pick out Shazam and Fightin' Five and stuff, but I'd only look at them. Yeah. With G.I. Joe, I was actually asking dad to buy the new issues because I wanted to read the new issues. Yeah. And after the first couple, he was like, are you really reading these? And <laughs> to, to prove that I was reading it, he actually read an issue. I think I want to say it was issue five. And then quizzed me on it afterwards <laughs> to make sure I was actually reading the story. <laughs> well, I will tell you, uh, hopefully that I, I want this book to be made. And if the, and if the book is made or I should say when the book is made and I have it in my hands, I will have you guys on and you can quiz me uh, <laughs> to know if I actually read it. <laughs> there we go. That'll be your, your episode 300, right? Right. There, there you go. Right there. So. I, I want, I want folks to stumble upon. There's actually two characters that have the same name, same file name. Yeah. Discovery. Yeah. I don't know if that's common knowledge, but yeah, it happens. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Greg, do you want to uh, talk about the stickers for the stretch goals and the prints? Um, I'm going to leave that to you because I'm not quite sure what the kind of timing or the, what triggers well, it. Well, I'm, I'm not sure about the timing either, but the stickers themselves. Do oh, you want to talk about, um, yeah. Yeah. So one but, of the things that I've done, uh, thanks, Roger. You want, you want, you want me to explain what they are? Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I do on Instagram, um, to not only post these, uh, concept pages was I also involved in the Joe community just drawing, uh, for these daily challenges. So, um, starting in 2016, I started, there was this thing called Inktober and I started to draw. Oh, yeah. Uh, per prompt and what my prompt, whatever the prompt was, I decided to, it's going to be Joe theme. So every Inktober, um, since 2016, I had just drew anything. If it was like before it was fast, I draw fast draw, um, as an example. And then I started to slip into a, to drawing sketch cards and I did sketch cards, I think starting in 2018 and I get involved in, um, after Inktober, there was Jovember, where it was actually specific for Joe's, where somebody yeah. put out a list of drawing uh, Joe, uh, a prompt and you draw something specific for Joe. So this past Jovember, I started to draw um, headshots of the OG um, 13 plus shooter. Um, and I did like formal headshots that you probably see like on Marvel Comics um, uh, character box, like way back in the like, yeah. 80s. Oh, yeah. um, and I did that and I, I posted those and I started to put those, collate them together. And I said, hey, these 
might make pretty good stickers, um, vinyl stickers that you'd seen. Um, I don't have it posted up in the Kickstarter, but if they're, they're on my, uh, I posted it on Instagram. I think it's up in Reddit, Reddit too, and people are like, I want those. Um, but those are kind of things that I, I do have. I'd be great to have those um, kind of add-on rewards for this project. Yeah. No, that's very cool. Yeah, I'm very familiar with Inktober. In fact, I'm talking about with uh, my artist for, for my comic about him and I doing a uh, Inktober next or this year, I should say, later this year, where uh, yeah. since he's the artist and I'm the writer, that we should both do it and we'll put them both up on our like Instagram and, and Twitter account for our comic and just yeah. show like writer versus artist, which I'm an okay artist. I'm not good, but I'm, <laughs> I'm okay. But I think it would be a lot of fun to kind of show what I draw versus what he draws for the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I, I love that twist. Not simply just crank out like draw a vase, but you actually just do something. Right. Um, uh, yeah, right, right. Yeah, the, 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 but no, that's really cool. And yeah, I love the Jovember stuff like that. I've seen a few people that have done that as well. And that's, yeah, that's really, really cool that you did that. So, yeah. Well, since you brought it up, how's your comic coming along? It's coming. <laughs> we <laughs> well, are, uh, we're going to be, yeah, we're going to be, uh, I'm going to be at Fan Expo, uh, which is probably a good time for me to mention this. I'm going to be at Fan Expo Cleveland. Uh, it, at the end of March, uh, March 24th through 26th, uh, I and I will be there with Joel Jackson, who is my artist. He's going to be there on Saturday and Sunday of the three days. And uh, him and I are going to be talking about issue three and when we're going to do that. And we're probably, probably going to have a Kickstarter coming this summer for issue three. So um, okay. so thanks for asking. But, yeah, uh, it's, it's going well. We have our website up, uh, and uh, that's been doing well. Uh, Josh actually purchased the comic through the website, which was, I, I was able to send him the issues and stuff like that. But yeah, that's just, uh, it's been, it's been cool. And we're looking to add more to the actual website for people so they can just kind of give. Um, and one of the things I plan on doing, speaking of storytelling is to, uh, I'm looking at a way to kind of build an audience where I don't have to always be paying an artist to draw what I'm writing. And so I'm probably going to do some short stories, of okay. other characters in that universe uh, that mm-hmm. will be posted on the website for free for people to kind of just check out. So good way to expand. Yeah. Know. Yeah. And all it requires is my time and imagination. And I sometimes, yeah. <laughs> I sometimes have, I at least always have imagination time. Another <laughs> issue. <laughs> there you I, go. I think fans appreciate that meta textual stuff that outside yeah. kind of content supports the main line right yeah, yeah exactly yeah my hope is people will read it and enjoy it and then want to buy the actual comic to kind of see the main story and everything else so um but yeah so i appreciate it but yeah think things are going well we just had had things happen this year and so now we're just kind of getting ourselves back on track with with stuff that we want to do so um but yeah this uh and and kind of tied into the character guys we added a new page to our website that shows some of the main characters of the comic and and gives a little blurb about each one. Nothing is as extensive as what you're doing. So but <laughs> uh, but something fun where if someone knew nothing about it and stumbled across our page they can kind of learn who the characters are and what the story's about. So so maybe if you do enough of them, we can eventually do after action report, stealth hammer, I'm, command file. I'm all, I'm all for that. I definitely have enough characters in my head that will fill at least one volume for you. So <laughs> it'll be a joint effort. Yeah. We have a plan. Excellent. There you go. There you go. Um, no, this is awesome. Like with one of the, 
the thing that I love, and because a lot of other uh, properties have have done this, uh, in the sense, like you said, they've done character guides, but I'm also referring to there's there's a space for this book and there's a need for this type of book because a lot of other properties I'm thinking especially like Dark Horse did a whole bunch of He-Man the Master Universe books yeah. and like they did a comic collection of the newspaper prints which I didn't even know there was newspaper uh, yeah. comic <laughs> strips of that but I'm I'm glad they have it and then there was the art you know of He-Man and then they did uh, the character they did a character guide and then they did the toys and stuff like that. So we all know that there's been an awesome guide to the toys. That's, you know, that, that has been done. There's, you know, Dan doing the, uh, the behind the scenes of the toys concept art that's been done, which is an awesome thing to have out there. And and I'm grateful for that to be out there. We have collecting the art of GI Joe book, which I am so looking forward to that coming out, um, which is going to have the box art and the file card art. So that's awesome that that's going to be out there. Um, and then you guys have been doing the comic guide, uh, which has been needed for a while. So, yep. yeah, like all these different aspects of G.I. Joe are finally having their just due coming out. Now we yeah. need a character guide. So this is like fits perfectly in with all the things that have been coming out the last few years for G.I. Joe. This this is like that to me, this is like that last piece that I really yeah. need and I really want. And I think that's true for a lot of fans out there. So I'm very glad and grateful that you guys are doing this. Everybody listening needs to support it if you haven't already, because I can't, th- if, if you've never supported anything else, like for any various reasons, I can't imagine why you wouldn't want to support this because again, I feel like this is something that anybody of, just like you were saying, anybody that's had any vague interest in characters or in GI Joe, this is a perfect way to jump into that whole world without, without needing to know like 30, 40 years of history. So. Right. That's a good point too. It's it's like a capstone to that 40. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And also too, as we're waiting for wherever the comic shows up, whatever publisher will be like a little review too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Yeah. That's the thing that's great is like, yeah, we know the comic's going to go somewhere. I mean, I know we've heard theories and all that type of stuff, and I'm hoping the theories we've heard are true. Um, So, like, all, you know, when that happens, someone that doesn't know these characters at all needs to be able to just be able to jump in. And how, what better way to do that than a character guide? I mean, that, that's what I've done a lot of times. Like, we talked about, uh, Ohatmu in the, in back in the day and who's who and everything. Like, when I didn't know a character, I also got the, um, comic cards. Back in the day, the Marvel oh, yeah. cards and the DC oh, yeah. ones yeah. they did. That's how I learned who some of these characters were. Was either through those those uh, character guide comics or the the cards. Right. You know, like I didn't I didn't know who the Creeper was in DC Comics, but I learned who the Creeper was. Um, you know, there's things like that. So that, like I said, with when it comes to the GI this GI Joe guide, I'm looking forward to learning about characters that I really didn't know much about, other than maybe I heard their name once before. So yeah. Because let's face it, 240 characters. I'm not going to remember. I'm not going to know all those characters. There are some (laughs) Joe fans that do, but I am not one of them. (laughs) But I want to know them, so this guide will help me with that. So that's what we're here for, (laughs) exactly. So um, you know, I I think it's interesting that GI Joe has one of the oldest and and most dedicated fan bases. You know, we're Mm -hmm. 
we're one of the few pop cultures that goes back to the 60s when it gets down to it. Yeah. Even if you split it up between, you know, the eighties and the sixties, it still, it still has that kind of history. Uh, Star Trek's one of the few that goes back deeper, unless you want to include like Buck Rogers and Flash Gordon. Um, but we're, we're probably, even though there's a lot of different iterations of GI Joe, um, we're probably the least divided. Like, you know, you got some pretty, divisive Star Wars fans and Star Trek fans that'll go, you know, nuts if you say the wrong thing. Right. Um, but all of those other fandoms have guidebooks along these lines yeah. that are published by by the rights holders of these books. Yeah. For some reason, Joe fans are kind of left out in the in the cold and we're having to do it ourselves. And I find that very strange. So here's the thing I would throw out if anyone from Hasbro is listening and who knows. And I've been shocked at who listens to the show just to let you know, like I've, I've had people reach out that I'm like, Oh crap. I didn't realize they were listening. Uh, <laughs> Should so, have said that. Right. <laughs> no, usually it's because they've reached out to say, thank you for saying something that we can't say. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, uh, so here's, here's my message to anyone at Hasbro. This character guide does nothing but help you because you're let's let's face it. The classified line is doing very well. It's it's and we're seeing more and more characters figures that are coming out from the classified line. And I'm very grateful for that. A character guide helps, as we talked about many times already, helps introduce people to those characters. If they're introduced to those characters and like those characters, they might want an action figure of that character. Right. <laughs> so yeah. just note the action figures don't have wild cards anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 That's a big, big drawback right now. Yeah. So this is a great way to get new fans, uh, for GI Joe that might buy your toys. So if someone's listening to Hasbro and we'll know that because maybe they'll be all of a sudden the big donor <laughs> to the Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you know what? He's got a point. <laughs> Maybe we back this thing. Um, so no, but in all seriousness, though, it does do that. It does introduce some. It can potentially introduce new audiences, like we were talking about with kids and everything else, to these characters. And then in turn, like I know I get action figures because they represent characters that I really like. I like their stories and I like that character. I know there's people that get action figures for other reasons and stuff like that, but that's the main reason I get an action figure is this is a physical representation of a character that I like. Well, guess what? A character guide helps me get to know a character better that then makes me want to have a representation of that character in a physical form. So very much so. Yeah. Yeah. So got a little meta meta there and deep, but you know, but it's all true. It's all true. That's part of what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's all very true. Um, no, this is awesome. So we, uh, again, as of this recording, I am planning to and should be able to get this out a day or two after we're done recording. So, but as of this recording, we were at 30 days left. Uh, probably when this comes out, we'll be at like maybe 28 days, still plenty of time. But as I've mentioned so many times in the past, when it comes to a Kickstarter and especially Kickstarter that I fully support and believe in, um, don't put them under the stress of not knowing if they're going to hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Since we're going for a bigger goal this time, it's taking longer to reach the goal. Yeah, so I, you know. I know what these stresses are like. It, 
it is nerve wracking. And cause you're just constantly like, are we going to get there? And I, and I know like there's that, that plateau time period too, where it's just like, you might get one or two trickle in during that time, but then you're, it's kind of feels like you're in a desert where nothing's happening. Yeah. So, so again, if you're listening to this, I highly, and you like GI Joe, I cannot see any reason why you would not want to back this. They've proven in the past that they will deliver books to you. So that shouldn't be a question. Um, if you're not, as we've established already too, if you're not someone that's heavy into the comics, you don't need to be for this. If you're someone that liked the cartoon as a kid, this is for you. If you're someone that liked the toys as a kid, this is for you. If you liked the comics as a kid, this is for you. If you got into any of those things as an adult, this is for you. <laughs> so, like, right. this book hits everybody that has had any type of passing interest in G.I. Joe. So, um, so like you said, much like the comic guy, yeah, you needed to be someone that was into the comics in some fashion. This one you don't need to be. You just need yep. to be interested in really cool characters. Um, and it's, and it's perfect for some, it's absolutely perfect for someone that has never gotten in G.I. Joe, is wondering what it's all about. Why do people really like these characters? Get this book. You'll understand, you'll understand immediately. <laughs> so. I can't pitch it any more than that. Yeah. Like, and, and, but like in all seriousness though, too, like I, and maybe someone's out there doesn't believe me when I say this, but I really honestly do not have people on here to talk about their kickstars unless it's something that I fully support and that it feels relevant to the show. Believe me, I've had people reach out to me to come on this show. Uh, they're like, Hey, I want to promote my comic. I want to promote this book or something like that. It has nothing to do with anything that the show's about. And it has, and it has no interest for me. And if it has yeah. no interest for me, then I can almost guarantee it has no interest for a lot of other people. And they, I would be asked like, why are you having these people on the show? Um, I've been offered money to have people come on the show. I've turned down. Maybe it's that a matter money. of not enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess there's always a crossing point, but I would also <laughs> say that because that's the type of person I am. Like, yeah, they paid me a lot of money to have them on. Yeah. No, you guys did not pay me any money. Um, but I've had people that have offered money in the past to come on the show and promote it. And I've turned it down because I don't do that. I'm not, that's not what the show's about. It's why we have a loyal listening base because they know I don't do that. Um, and they know from listening any length of time, I'm into characters. I'm into this type of book. Um, so I cannot thank both of you enough for coming on and talking about it. It's really cool to hear the origins of it. I really, really want this supported. Um, so we do too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and again, it's not, I, I put my money where my mouth is. It is not something that I, I'm not telling you to support it and I'm not doing it myself. So, um, any last thoughts or words before we go into oh. wrapping this up? Ask us about upcoming events and oh, where yeah. we're. Yeah. Well, that's kind of, that's part of the wrap up. So like, what, what are you guys doing when it comes to where, where will we find you guys when it comes to future appearances? Um, we don't have an official appearance at Toylanta next, later this month, but we will, our publisher will be there and he will have something special for anybody that backs the book. Um, you have to, you have to show that you backed it, but he will give it to you free. Otherwise, I believe, I, I believe that's what we've settled on. Uh, hopefully that won't change between now and when, when <laughs> that 
happens. Um, but uh, he should have something pretty cool for you. I don't I don't think we're quite ready to say what it is. Okay. We will have something similar for Joe Fest, and we will. I don't know who among us will actually be there, but we will have a presence at Joe Fest. We will have a booth there. Uh, you'll be able to buy the uh, volumes one and two, and we'll be promoting um, volume three and and this fourth book, Command Files. Um, me and Josh will be uh, in Chicago soon. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. Uh, don't really want to say why or what because we're not quite ready to announce it, but no something cool to to watch for fairly soon. I like um, a, I like a good mystery. Yeah. <laughs> um, and once all the details are are in set uh, set in stone, we will uh, announce that. Cool. Uh, maybe for, the- uh, for Toylanta, you said to go see your publisher. Who is the publisher? So yeah, you know who Hawk- to look for. Hawk <laughs> uh, uh, Sanders will be there. Um, I believe. If if this works out, he will actually have the uh, item at the like check-in desk or something close to that. Okay. Um, and basically, just prove that you have uh, backed the book and, by showing it on your phone or whatever, okay. and uh, they will give you this item. Cool. So. Very cool. Um, and how can uh, so I know you have a, a site up and everything else for the existing books. How can people find the existing books uh, for? Uh, after Action Report. Uh, the website is www.afteractionreport.net, and you can place your orders for Volume One and Two right now. Uh, we won't put the orders. We won't put three up there until we actually have it in hand and the orders are fulfilled for the Kickstarter. Yeah. Um, same thing will be with the command files in the in the future, but that'll be a while longer, obviously. Yeah. Sure. And so. that's and that's the right thing to do which is why i know you, that's there's another reason why i like you guys because you do that's the cool. right thing for the fans which is hey these are the people that supported us let's get it out to them first before you just make it available to everybody else so yeah um and there was a bit of a stumble on volume two because we got some ex we got some early for uh yeah. for um what was it um assembly Sorry. required yeah and then everything, all the rest of them just got stuck at the docks. Yeah. And we had absolutely no control over it. We, yeah. So some people got, some people that just got in, you know, walked through the door late, got their, their books early while the Kickstarters had to wait until we got the rest of them. Cause yeah. Just, and that, that, but that was something that was outside your control and like, yeah. what else are you supposed to do in regards to that? Like I, I had, and I've, I don't mention who it is because I don't want to, talk bad of anyone, but I, I had a Kickstarter that I backed and the person had it showing up in comic shops before they got it to oh. their Kickstarter people. And I was yeah. like, what oh, the hell? Yeah. yeah. I was like that. Well, I, I will never support that person again for that. And a few other reasons when it came to that Kickstarter, yeah. but no, the, something like that's out of your control. And I believe me, I know about ship ships stuff being stuck on a ship and going, when are we getting this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and that was that was this time around, you know, first time around, it was uh, shipping issues. You know, we were in the middle of the pandemic and things right. were running slow. Yeah. This time it was paperwork. It was just red tape. Yeah. Yeah. And we couldn't do anything about it until they were done with the until red they tape. Worked it all out. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. And and just it, to further solidify that. Since I wasn't, since I myself wasn't at assembly required, I didn't even get a copy of the book until about uh, about what a month ago. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, well, I got and, it. And everybody else got it. But at the same time, like you guys did a great job of inf- of keeping everyone informed. 
Uh, you yeah. let us know what was happening. And even if you didn't have information after it was a period of time, you were letting us know like, Hey, this, <laughs> we're still waiting and here's what, here's what we know so far. So yeah. like that's important too. So you guys have always been upstanding when it came to that type of stuff. It we was try. again, it was out of your control. Um, and then once you had it, you guys got stuff out really, really fast. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I've got both volumes and I'm thrilled. And, and once volume three is done and I'm eager to get that. And now I, and now I want this one. Um, and it might be selfish, but I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, Greg, how can, I know you mentioned your, your Instagram and stuff like that. I assume, I, I don't think I follow it. I, and I feel bad about that now. Um, how can people find you and like in, in the stuff that you're doing? Oh yeah. My Instagram. Um, yeah, I post uh, fairly often, um, particularly during October and November. Um, uh, but my Instagram handle is G underscore U N I T two, four, seven, two G unit, four, seven, two, two, four, seven, two. Nice. looking it up right now so I can um awesome so uh and we will have for anyone that you know you, you can look up after action report I think you can even just look up command file and you will find uh those things uh you'll find it on Kickstarter I will also have a link on Kickstarter uh for the Kickstarter underneath this episode so you'll have access to that as well um, so if you just go to starjoes.com and go to this episode, the Kickstarter link will be there. So you can totally, um, you can totally, uh, find it very easily just by following this show. So, uh, I of course will also be posting it. Uh, I think we've already posted it in the Star Joes groups, but when this episode comes out, I, uh, if you're listening to this episode, go to the Star Joes Facebook page, go to the fan page, the group page, the fan page. Twitter account, the Instagram, any of those, and you will, uh, you'll be able to, uh, find the Kickstarter very easily and click on it and support this. So cannot stress that enough because again, I want this book to be made. So yes. <laughs> um, with that, uh, is there any other closing things you guys want to say before we wrap this up? Um, if you really, if you if you just really want the project to go forward, uh, you can always do the add-ons that we've got for the to to, to add more money to the pool because that's what they're there for. Sure. Um, one of the our biggest one this time around, something we didn't we have not done in the previous be, uh, ones, is we have a all leather high quality uh, book bag with our logo on it. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, so sort of the idea is that the the bag itself can carry the books while you're using them out of the show or something to that effect, you know? So you have a, a way to transport them safely. Yeah. Uh, if you go into a comic show and want to keep them on hand, or if you just want to go to the office and tell people that you really like after action report. <laughs> so yes, do everything you can to help make this book happen. And uh, I thank you both for coming on and talking about it. And like I said, we'll get this episode out as quickly as possible. Uh, you can find Star Joe's at all the usual places. Uh, you can, uh, if you want to check out Stealth Hammer, it's just stealthhammer.com. And, uh, but with that, we'll go ahead and close the episode by saying the Force will be with you because knowing us is half the battle. That it is. Yo, Joe.